right now on VFN TV, Prophecy Nonstop, 17 prophetic words for 2017. It's going to be a powerful, powerful program. Join us right now. Welcome to VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. That's L-I-G-H-T, light, with your host, Greg Lancaster. Welcome to VFN TV. I'm Greg Lancaster, and joining me just a moment is John Ramos. Well, 2017 is going to be an awesome year. Today, we're going to begin to share 17 prophetic words for 2017. God's got great plans in store for us. I want you to be encouraged. As a matter of the first word that we're going to share is from Patricia King. When they're talking about, you know, we've got to begin to prepare our hearts. You know, prophecy is an invitation by God to enter into the promises of God. And let's start with the very first prophetic word for the 17 words in 2017. Let's go there now. Just because, and I, I, I feel like there's a lot of people wa watching right now that are really getting hit with fear and depression. And uh, I just want to encourage you, all the more this is for you. Because it, it silences you. It, it, it brings about fear. And this is the season. This is exactly what... This is exactly your year of breakthrough. And I just wanted to encourage you with that. But as I was going through this, I was singing the Psalms. And I am telling you, my lifeline was singing the Psalms. And I just began to ask the Lord, do I need to forgive? Do I need, do I need to, do I have offense? Because the Lord showed me that, that when he sets our seasons up for great breakthrough, if we're still harboring, um, offense and, you know, unforgiveness that it's, it's pretty impossible to get breakthrough because you've got to let go of the last season. Mm -hmm. And I just really, as I stepped into 2017, I just went before the Lord. I want to encourage you this. If there's people that the, that you need to forgive, this Holy Spirit will bring their names to you. And I feel like there's a supernatural inner healing that that's going to come quickly that will allow you to lean upon the Lord and the Holy Spirit to just refresh you, almost reboot your heart and your mind so that when you step into this season, the past is the past and you're stepping on, you're stepping on new ground Ooh. with a fresh birth. And great expectation. It's hard to have great expectation when you're holding on to a fence. And a fence will never let never. you go. Mm -hmm. You have to let it go. Yeah. And when you let it go, that's, so good. that's when the healing comes. I, I, I just feel so much oil on that. And many of you are getting ministered to right now. You are going to have your breakthrough in 2017. Mm -hmm. And God is going to reveal to you the things that you have to... Let go so that you can move forward into new realms that, that are going to be glorious for you. They really are. You know, God is always speaking about our glorious future. That's what I love about the prophetic. You know, it's like, I know some people that are really buried in doom and gloom prophecies and that, but I know the Lord to be a God of hope, and He is showing you your potential for 2017. That's what the prophetic is to do. He says that this is a season of breakthrough. You're going to hear about it all year long, and so you can take this for yourself. Believe the prophets and succeed. Take hold of, of breakthrough in the areas where you need breakthrough. This is so important because we're going to be sharing 17 prophetic words for 2017. And the very first one is, is important because you have to prepare your heart 
to be able to receive what God's going to do. And the enemy loves to offend. As a matter of fact, John Bevere wrote a book called The Bait of Satan. And it's about the spirit of offense. Some more, and some of the scripture tells us that where there's contention, there's pride. When you have contention going on, and, and pride is easily offended. And when we actually just let, you know, deny ourselves, pick up our cross, think about the Lord and others, we're not as offended as much. But we have to begin to let things go. Like she said, I thought it was pretty powerful that, you know, offense won't let you go. You have to let it go. And, and God's got awesome things in store for us. And the enemy, you know, you may be offended because of things that happened in your past, but I don't want you to miss out on what God's going to do. I mean, it's some major things. We've been talking about some major breakthroughs. This is a breakthrough year in 2017. But if you hold on, to, imagine this, you got a fence between you and God's blessing. And the blessing is gonna, gonna come, not going to come through that fence. It's offense. It has to go. It's the bait of Satan. More people are trapped by that. And they say, you know what? I'm going to let God's people go. I'm going to forgive them. I'm going to forgive my parents. I'm going to forgive my children. I'm going to forgive my spouse. I'm going to forgive my boss. I'm going to forgive my employees. I'm going to forgive all those guys and women in Washington, D.C., right? Just forgive them all and, and enter into the blessing. And so I'm so encouraged about that. Get this book, John Bevere, The Fear of the Lord. It's one thing he says in that book I think is powerful. Actually, a lot of things. But one is, but one, a beta Satan is what it's called, is, uh, yes. Well, actually, fear of the Lord is one he wrote this particular quote. You know, you serve what you fear. If you fear man, you serve man. If you fear God, you serve God, but you serve what you fear. And that goes right in, you know, I will forgive folks and get offense out of my life if I fear God. But if I fear man, we're stuck with that offense in our life. We're thinking more about man than God. So it's so important. It's like, you know, God, I want this blessing. I want everything you have in store for me. And God wants to get it to you, but you got to be willing to get rid of, get healed in your heart and let God do that inner healing that's taking place. So bait of Satan in fear of the Lord. Also, those are two real good books by John Bevere. And I think also about the next word. The next word is about restoration. The enemy has just, you know, just discombobulated so many people. I mean, their, their relationships have been hit. Their finances have been hit, hit, their community's been hit, our whole country has been hit, the whole world, as our president said, is in chaos, you know. But you know what? 2017 is going to be a year of restoration. But you have to begin to, to get in alignment with these words. Like I said, it's an invitation. It's an invitation for restoration. As a matter of fact, let's go, that's the second word of, of 17 words for 2017. Okay, the second word is restoration. Now, many things that have been lost will be restored in 2017. And of course, you've already shared your testimony about that with the you know, situation that you were in, is that now you're in 2017 with your dream restored, right? Even though the enemy tried to take it. So faith, hope, joy, relationships, finances, positions, lands, inheritances, reputation. There's some of you that are watching right now that your reputation got massacred in 2016 and God's going to restore it and vindicate you in 2017 because 2017 is a year of restoration. Health is going to be restored and strength is going to be restored. I just sense prophetically that there's many of you that are feeling so weak 
right now. You're so weakened in your body and in your soul because of circumstances that have come. God's going to restore strength and vitality to you in the spirit and in the natural because 2017 is a year of restoration. Things that were lost are going to be found. Things that are broken are going to be fixed. It's a year of restoration. This is so exciting because I don't know if it's, you know, it, it, my own personal experience and others I've seen in the body of Christ and people in the communities around the nation. I mean, things have just been all over the place and things need to be restored back to the original state that they were. And, and I've seen so many folks, you know, just, just disappointed and sad about what's going on. I totally understand that, but that's in the past now. God's wanting to restore all that, and God's bringing justice. As we talked about in an earlier program, you got to catch it. I mean, God took me in a, in a night vision, in a dream, and showed me that He's going to bring justice down on the evil one. He is dealing with the evil one as we speak. And as soon as He deals with the evil one, provision comes because Satan is a thief, but, but and he, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came to give us abundant life. And He showed me, as soon as that gavel came down, He showed me gold flake rain coming down so thick in that courtroom you can barely see the other side of the courtroom. God's got good plans. He's going to restore the years the locusts had devoured. And I want to encourage you to begin to get your heart lined up with that. And like I said, it's an invitation by God to enter into this and begin to just say, yeah, begin to just confess and proclaim that I am being restored, that God's going to restore me personally, mentally, spiritually, uh, uh, physically, relationally, my walk with him, my walk with my family, my business, and just begin to proclaim that. And God will stub over a million people, John G. Lake said, to find one man that has the faith to believe God for what he wants to do. And it's for you to have faith for what he's going to do. Listen, we get back from this break. I'm going to be talking more about these 17 words. And that was the third word. The next one's going to be the second word. The next word is going to be about love and kindness. It's so important we were going to look at Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s sister as an example of that and her testimony, what she saw in Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And it's a year for us to begin to, to move in love and kindness. So make sure, join us after the break. This is VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. That so happens that communism is a system that I disagree with philosophically. I would not prefer to live under a communist system. Uh, I happen to feel that the great moments of history have been those moments when individuals have been left free to think and, uh, and to act. And I feel that communism often stands in the way of certain First Amendment privileges that we have in America, for instance, uh, that I just couldn't adjust to. I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the Daily Radio program. Every single day we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN Torch. If you go to vfntv.com and click on the torch, our program 
that we have for years now with all these pertinent topics of the day plus things that you need to know is right there for you where you can go back and, and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us and, and in addition in SoundCloud as well. You can share things audibly with other, other listeners out there and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at VFNTV.com. In addition, think about this. It's, we come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices and online. We're all over the world and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you. And we do that one way with our app. You can go to uh, your app, Apple App Store, you can go to Google Play Store and, or your Windows Store and, and get your app and download it. The, the app is called VFN TV. Of course, you go to VFNTV.com. We have our little uh, area there that you can pick which app you want to be able to download. It's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are, we want to be able to encourage you. I don't know if you knew about this, but also you can sign up for our Torch newsletter. We have a gift for you for doing that. You just go to VFNTV.com in the upper right-hand corner and fill out that little information and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is prudent preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today and how to think outside the box. And this is something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. And I also want to make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's a it's special area, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine anytime you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, to, to just say thank you. Things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom Business Partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture. Just very encouraging. And finally, I want to encourage you, maybe your business, maybe you want to become a business sponsor. Um, those are the ones that are standing with us, that want to keep the conversation light, that want to impact their community, but also want to be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to VFNTV.com. Thank you so much and thanks for watching. Welcome, welcome back. I'm so excited about these 17 yes. words for 2017. Listen, this whole uh, recent program is all about what God, you know, God doesn't do anything unless he reveals it prophetically first. And what he's revealing now is great things in store. If you go to uh, VFNTV.com and we have the VFN torch there and our prophecies are divided. We have October 1st, 2016 in the past, and then we have October 1st, 2016 in the future. Why? Right. Because God began to shift the world, shift America. He heard the cries of His people, and He showed us mercy. And so, I don't know how many is going to carry, quite a few are going to carry over, but the fact is God's got great things in store, and, and, and restoration is so important. You know, I, you know, I see so many families, it's almost like having a, having a, a glass, like this glass mug right here, and and you have a family and all of a sudden it just drops and your whole family shattered all over the place. And I see parents, maybe that's you, and you're just like sitting on the floor and you have all this broken family around you, all this broken glass. Well, I just got a word for you that God is restoring your families. Restoration's coming to your family. Restoration's coming to your business. Begin to get that original vision over your business again. Get the original fresh wind. Just, you got to dump the other stuff. You're not going to be able to integrate all those, uh, those, those horrific things and the things where the enemy attacked you, just get rid of that. And just allow a fresh wind, a fresh word to blow over your life and, and to be refocused again because 
this is the year of beginning restoration in our lives. And the next word, the third word is love and kindness. And this is important. And, you know, we're, John and I are trying to, to learn to move like Pat moves in yes. love. I mean, yes. it's amazing what he's able to do. What an example. I mean, really, what an example of love. Like, yeah. We're trying to get there. Yes. Yeah. I think you think you turned your mic off. Did he turn yeah, right, off? right. That uh, is, he's able, it's just got such a grace. You know, it's just, no, obviously we're exaggerating. We need to pray Are for we? Pat. <laughs> <laughs> he exudes it. He exudes it. But, you know, one thing that, you know, uh, when revival hit at uh, Brownsville Revival back in. Uh, uh, Father's Day, 1995. 1995. And all that. I mean, it was so easy to love, and all the things that are going on, and and but you know, you go through things, storms in your life, and mm-hmm. and and things come against you. But listen, the the enemy's trying to hinder love in your life. Yeah. He's trying to hinder you. Will you love now? Would you love now? You know, I think about Bob Jones and Bob Jones. He had a, a he died, and his spirit went to to heaven. His soul went to heaven, I guess, mm-hmm. and then. He was at the throne of God, and the big thing the Lord asked him was, before he came back into his body was, did you learn to love? And it's so significant. And uh, as far as go listen to the word. This is, this is uh, Patricia King talking about the third prophetic word, of 17 words, is love and kindness in this year. Let's take a look. The third one, the third word is focus. There's going to be a focus on love and kindness. And... I was listening to the news one night, um, just at the turning of the new year, and the broadcaster said, don't be mean in 17. And I thought, oh my gosh. And, And the Spirit of God came on me, and he said, 2017 is to be a love war. And because we need loving kindness and mercy and goodness to be made manifest. There's so much cruelty, so much meanness that has been out there and people killing people. I was just watching on the news last night. I don't know if you saw this, but there was um, these four young people assaulted, bullied and assaulted this this um, young boy who, who had who had challenges in his life and they had him in a corner and they were doing horrible things. All four of them are going to be charged severely. The sentence could be for these yeah. young people up to 50 years and of their life. Teenagers. And they were so mean. Yeah. They were so mean and they showed it. They, they actually were filming this and putting it on YouTube in the midst of their assault of this man, totally proud of what they were doing to this young man. And, um, and it's just uh, like a spirit of meanness. Yeah. But when the enemy comes in, God raises up a standard against it. So there's going to be an emphasis on love and kindness. And the Lord is saying to his church, create atmospheres of love and kindness. And so that is for uh, 2017. Don't be mean in 17. I love that. That's a, tw- a tweet. <laughs> and I always think of Jesus saying, by this the world will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. And we it's a season of love. And, 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 and you can release love on social media yeah. as, as well as you can release hate. So. Yeah. And I think many of you are going to come into an apostolic anointing for love and that you will build love. You're going to build love. You're going to nurture love into the world. And you can do that through social media too. Um, just by 
putting love statements out there. You're building it in the spirit by getting on a live Facebook mention, for example, and just preaching love. It goes out in the spirit. It doesn't return void. It accomplishes everything um, that it's intended for. I started just uh, whenever I'm whenever it works to just get on a Facebook mentions and grab one of my friends, and we'll just. As people start to get on, we'll just release words of encouragement. Come on. And, you know, just prophetic words from the Bible, just words of encouragement and exhortation. And then we literally, I'll say, everyone on this feed, let's keep, continue to pray for each other. And it, it, it just has started this, you know, I mean, this cycle and thread of encouragement. And it's powerful. And that's a real easy way to release love and encouragement. And people were giving testimony of being healed and uh, forgiveness and, and just deep healing. And I love it because it's just it. at your fingertips. That's so powerful, isn't it? And it's like you think, well, I've gone through some things and I don't know if I can love again. And that's the whole test. Yeah. The whole test is not more stuff and more things. It's more love. Can you still... It was. It's easy to love when you live in your parents' home and they're filling all the grocery pantry for you. They're fixing food, putting it down there. They're buying your bed covers that you can sleep under. But when you got to go buy your own stuff, hello, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you got to, when you got to get your pay your own rent, you got to yes. have relation. A lot of people are not in relationships because it's painful to be in a relationship. But that's where we learn to really love. When your love is tested, that's true love. And people say, I don't know. I've gone through so much. Well, think about this, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. What do you think he went through? Mm. I mean, think about what do you think he went through? I mean, he went through rejection, hate, judgment, criticism, uh, the whole government, not the whole government, but, but you know, FBI and harassing, secretly harassing yeah. him and all that. But this is, this is a minister of the gospel, a Christian, not perfect. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. But he carried a, a bold anointing of love. As a matter of fact, take a look. This is a sister Naomi. And she's talking about when he came home one day being treated the way that he was being treated in his response. He got literally got choked by his own tie by the police officers of that day. But listen how he responded. Dr. King is um, the father of uh, four children. And his firstborn was Yolanda Denise King, who's deceased now. And, uh, I was so happy uh, when Yolanda was born on my birthday, which oh. is November 17th, 1931. And Yolanda was uh, November 17th, 1955. So I was just so happy that she was born on my birthday. I went to uh, Montgomery, Alabama, where they were living, you know, at the time, just to see her and to welcome her, you know, into the family and to show some love to Yolanda. It was one night about 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the, in the uh, evening, and I was seated in the darkened living room of their home while uh, Coretta was in the back attending to Yolanda. And so uh, ML, as we call him at that time, came in, and when he came in, uh, I was glad he couldn't see my face because I was sitting in the darker living room and the only light that shone into the room was from the street light that was coming in through the window. So when he came in, uh, he went straight to uh, his mantle 
And my nickname at that time was Nene. And that's all that they ever, he ever called me was Nene. So he went straight to the mantle and he put his hand up on the mantle and he had his back uh, somewhat towards me. And I was glad he couldn't see my face. So he said, you know what, Nene? I said, no, what? He said, I was detained at the police station. And at that time, uh, his shirt collar was uh, open and he was tugging at his throat with his finger doing his shirt collar like this. He said, I was detained at the police station. And you know what, Nene? I said, no, ML, what? He said, they tried to choke me to death with my own tie. And when he said that, tears came in my eyes. I said, what? He said, they tried to choke me to death with my own tire. And I said, at that point, I said, oh, ML, I said, I'm just, I just, I'm speechless. I just don't know. I, I just don't want to say that. He said, but you know what? He said, uh, the more that they mistreat us and the more they mis uh, abuse us, that you, he said, that's the more that we've got to love them and forgive them because hatred is very much alive and we've got to love them. And I said, oh, oh, yeah, Mel, and at that point, I just couldn't control it. Um, the tears just fell out of my, my, from my face. And that was when I knew uh, in my heart of hearts that he was uh, destined to uh, be the leader that he became because of his commitment and his love for God and his love for people. That is when I knew he was truly ready for the game, for the, for the life that he would live. This season requires, it always requires us to move in love. And, um, you know, it's challenging. But the whole thing is, is that if we miss the point, the whole point is love. You know, the, the author of the book, What's the Point? You know, from IHOP. Uh, Aunt, Misty Elliott. Mis, Misty Edwards. And she's, you know, she's, the book's like, what's the point? If we don't know the point's love, it's going to be hard for us to love. Somebody says, what's the task? Get out of my way. I don't have time. Mm. Or it's my job, right? Or, you know, your kids are like talking, na 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 You know, you're thinking, I'm too, too busy right now. Or it's a stranger on the street. Mm. If we miss the whole point is love, it's going to be hard to love. But if we, if we understand the point is love, then if those other things don't get done, they don't get accomplished, we don't do them well, maybe we fell in the task, but we succeed in love. I mean, think about that. That's you succeeded it. You chose the greater thing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is gentle. There's so many people right now that are, you know, a billion folks, I guess. They say 50 people potentially is reported in Silicon Valley is responsible for the uh, designing the behavior over a billion people on the face of the earth because they're wow. designing that programming that yeah. people are using today. And so, you know, that, you know, we have to begin to say, you know what, that means when you say something on Facebook, you know, you're thinking, I gotta say this in a loving way. I mean, the truth could be spoken in a way that's, that's, that's kind. Speak the truth in love, love, you know, and if you gotta, if you gotta falter in one area, you know, right. falter in loving too much. And, mm -hmm. and where we're going is, it's going to be some rough, uh, when you begin to do things right, 
as a nation, as a people, as a church, there's going to be people that don't want that. I mean, Jesus is right, was right. He was righteousness walking down the street, but bad things happen. Yeah. Let's not forget we're going to reap what we sow. So if you right. want to see love in your life, and you want to sow love, you want to give it away, it will always come back. You may not reap it in the, in the field that you're sowing in, but God is so faithful, you will reap that harvest of love. So the question is, what do we want to sow in 2017? So are we coming right back around the pad again in this whole thing? Is that what you're talking Okay, so, <laughs> just a joke. Okay, just I'm a joke. <laughs> Listen, you got to begin to think about love. If we can miss the whole year, we can miss the entire year, you know, by all the prophetic encounters that God's going to release in the breakthrough if we don't love. And it's just, it's so exciting to find out is that I just got to be nice to this person. I got to authentically uh, care about the person. And it just gives you permission. Love takes time. You know, love is a little bit slower pace. You know, love is that, you know, you allow people to say something and, without cutting them off and saying, I've heard that before. <laughs> You know, it's just, just be caring about folks. And some difficult times are going to come this year, and many people are going to be struggling with what's going on. And But God loves that person, so we got to begin to, if we just hear them out, instead of shutting them down, maybe they'll experience love. Just because we're listening to them doesn't mean we agree with them. But a lot of people want to be heard, and, and there's a lot of people that have been fed a lot of things that's not true but they believe it to be true. But if you let them share fully what they're saying, they, they understand that you're hearing them, and then you can offer, you know, the truth and love. So it's just, it's an exciting year. Don't miss out. I mean, this is so important, these 17 words in 2017, and God's doing some awesome stuff. Listen, it is our partners who stand with us, our VFN Kingdom Business Partners, which is like the Mac Daddy, everything. Mm. We're going to be transforming. We've got a word coming up about the, the uh, impacting all seven mountains of culture, and we'll be talking about that as well. But this a gift we have for you for any gift whatsoever uh, is called a mercy, God's invitation to a better life. And God has called us, it's offered 2022. God has called us and given us mercy. That's what happened. That's what shifted in 2016 at the end. But it's time for us to hold our head up, our shoulders back and begin to walk boldly in the mercy. As a matter of fact, here's more about the offer. Offer 2022, God's mercy, God's invitation to a better life. Our God is so good and he is quick to show us mercy in our lives. But sometimes we can't take it for granted and not realize just how awesome his mercy is, what it prevents in our lives, and how if we don't realize this, we could end up in a place way worse than where his loving mercy rescued us from. This message will place you in the footsteps of someone standing and facing a life sentence before a jury and in front of the judge. I believe you will reconsider how you've been responding to God's mercy and how mercy is not a ticket to continue, but an invitation by God's love to continue no longer in what led us to the place of mercy. I believe this message will encourage you, inspire you, and remind you of the love of God and just how good life is now that you are on the receiving end of a merciful, loving God. Become a VFN TV partner at VFNTV.com. Partner now or by mail at VFN TV, 40 West Nine Mile Road, number two, PMB 360 at Pensacola, Florida, 32534. Or call us at 844-408-3688. That's offer 2022, God's mercy, God's invitation to a better life. 
VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. Can the military deny a service member a grant for religious beliefs? This is Law and Justice with Jay Sekulow. I was denied a grant by the Navy and Marine Corps Relief Society because I tied on our paycheck. And I just wonder if, if that's being a violation of my, my rights or whatnot. You know, this came up in the bankruptcy context where they were saying once a bankruptcy was filed that people can no longer tithe. And I will tell you, the courts uniformly across the board said, no, you can't tell people they can't participate in the religious organizations that they want to support as long as it's at a reasonable level and these kind of things. So the fact is you really should not have that as a basis for disqualification for a government aid program of some type. So I want to encourage you to get in touch with our legal department here at the ACLJ and see if we can get you some help on this. To listen to Law and Justice or learn how to subscribe to one of our podcasts, visit us online at aclj.org. That's aclj.org. Hi, my name is John Maxwell, and Jody is a uh, coach and a speaker from Fargo, North Dakota. And Jody asked me to talk for a moment about capacity. You see, every person that wants to reach their capacity or potential loves this word because they're always striving to get better, to increase, to improve themselves. Uh, many years ago, I, I heard this quote. I loved it. It said that God's gift to me is, is my ability, and what I do with my ability is my gift back to God. Well, that means trying to reach capacity. The best that I have ever known as far as leaders, coaches, and speakers have never been satisfied with where they are. I'm not. Where I am today although I enjoy my journey, is not where I want to be tomorrow. I haven't yet reached my capacity. I haven't yet reached my potential. And every leader who leads another person, they have two questions to ask the person they're leading. One is, what is their capacity? And number two, can I help them reach it? That's what I want for you. That's what coaches do. That's what leaders do. That's what speakers do. They reach their capacity, and then guess what? They have the credibility to help others reach theirs. Welcome back to VFN TV with your host, Greg Lancaster. Welcome, welcome back. We're talking 17 prophetic words for 2017. This is so exciting. Our next prophetic word, our fourth of the 17, it'll be this program and our next program. Make sure you catch both of them. Is about Israel, America, and President Trump and about the relationship with America and Israel. As a matter of fact, as this word came out already with one phone call, yes. this word is coming to pass. This is Patricia King. Let's go there now. Okay, number four. Israel, America, and Trump. Okay, so Trump, and many many prophets are getting things about Trump. I, I think that um, uh, Lance Wallnau in particular had a very clear word prior to the election about Trump. In fact, before even Trump ran for president, Lance and others were getting clear words from the Lord on that. And what I felt the Lord say was that Trump will restore America's relationship with Israel this year. There's going to be a restoration work take place there. You see, any nation that curses Israel will be cursed. That's just Bible. 
any nation that blesses Israel shall be blessed. And I'm not talking about, you know, the nation of Israel doing everything that is, is perfect and, and that. I'm talking about God's commitment to Israel. He will discipline um, nations. We are, we are not to do that. But he is calling us to bless Israel so that we will be blessed. America was actually very close to being severely cursed due to the previous administration's actions against Israel. Now, I'm not saying that as a judgment or a criticism. I'm just speaking Bible that when you start harming Israel, you are setting yourself up for harm, okay? And, uh, but Trump is going to turn it around. So as a result of this positional restoration as allies of Israel, America will receive blessing from the hand of the Lord. And so blessing is coming. I'm not saying it's necessarily going to be an easy year for America because there are going to be some tumultuous um, things. There's going to be like tensions inside the nation, but it's going to work together for good if the church will pray. God has positioned Trump, and our God is a forgiving and loving God, so any mistakes that have been made in the past, he is willing to forgive as we align. So if we positioned ourselves to curse, to, to be cursed because we're, we're, we're not um, blessing Israel, then as we turn to bless Israel, God will forgive us and heal our land. And so I see that coming for 2017. Trump is going to need a lot of prayer this year. Um, he is in a, a battle on a very, very high level. There are high-level demonic spirits that are um, there ready to attack and assault. It's just like David, what we just you know, read about in Samuel. When the enemy sees the anointing of God, he will come against. So we need, the church needs to arise. It's not enough to say, oh, good, we've got a new president. Let's see what he can do. No, the church's responsibility is to keep the, the government safe, the president safe, the, the land safe, and we cannot let down our guard. We cannot take this lightly. And, yeah. and Julie, you pray um, regularly yeah, for the president. We pray regularly. And I encourage you, just the houses of prayer and, and churches, that when you have your prayer meetings, put, put our presidents. We need to be praying for our leaders and our government officials, but we pray for uh, Donald Trump and, and his the people that he is putting in office and just pray for, I feel like we need to really pray, pray for, for protection mm -hmm. for their lives. Yeah. And because just because of the plans that God wants to do through. Yeah. And a lot of things are not going to be understood. Now, Trump obviously is not a perfect man. Okay. That is, that is an understatement. And we're, I'm, I'm not trying to lift up a man. Okay. We are trying to follow the purposes of God and bless the purposes of God and walk in them. Um, but, but he is going to need a lot of prayer for wisdom, for insights, for righteousness, righteous thoughts to fill his mind. Uh, but also, truly, he's going to need per, per protection over his life and other people in his administration as well. America is going to have great breakthroughs and will be used to help other nations and counter breakthroughs. But the battle is going to be fierce on many fronts. So pray lots in tongues. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think tongues is, is going to be critical. Now, Johnny Enlow, who is a prophetic uh, friend of ours, which I, I've really enjoyed a lot of his prophetic words, he has a word about Trump and an angel called Union that I'm going to read for you. He said, 
I believe that Trump will be the most important president since Abraham Lincoln and that our nation will in the future have a before Trump and after Trump historical perspective. I believe that the United States great angel named Union has been ordered to step in as he has not been asked to step in since Lincoln's day. I also believe a great angel of reformation that was from that day has also been released at this time, and it is for the 2.0 version of reformation. Heaven is in a very interventionist mode with America at this time, and it is going to take some getting used to for many who don't understand America's assigned role among the nations. The United States was formed and fashioned with the foundation of freedom and liberty as a gift to the nations. The nations of the world were hopelessly stuck in dead-end cycles of tyranny, war, war, and devastation. America was and still is the interruption into those cycles, and the call extends well beyond anything we have so far seen. God's commitment to seeing America through has not wavered despite our many weaknesses, and this will become increasingly evident to those who have eyes to see. America is also called to be the protector and guarantor of Israel, and it is a primary calling. Because of that call, military might is a must for America. So please pray for the troops and for all those involved in the military aspect as a deterrent to the, the to foolishness amongst the nations. You know, he also got an acronym for Trump, uh, T being transformation. He says, this is what happens to people and to the macro narrative itself. Reformation, I've got a word on that later. This is what happens to the seven mountains of society. Union, this is a great angel over us and his specific assignment. Momentum, we will shift into full-scale destiny momentum. And prosperity, transformation and reformation are both a root and a fruit of prosperity. So I think he has some really good insight, and I've put that into um, the document there for you on the uh, 17 words for for uh, 2017. So, Julie, I know that you've got to leave shortly, but do you have um, anything that you want to share about America, about uh, Trump in particular, um, about what God's plans are for America in 2017? Well, I know that uh, I, when Trump was still not the nominee yet, um, I had had a dream where basically in the dream um, that I was driving a car and it, I parked it too close to a cliff. And in the dream, I was saying, just, you know, get out of the car, just ditch the car, ditch the car. And in the dream, he was actually very calm and he, he just said, calm down, which I feel he would do, just calm down. Um, because I feel like we're ditch America, just did, you know, we've just, mm -hmm. and, and it's just all the negativity and the gloomy words, but he said, just calm down. And he actually climbed over the seat and he backed the car up and put it in a safe place. And I feel like, I, I've always felt like he was like the, he's the, he's the trumpet. He's a trumpet. He's like the Winston Churchill and he's calling things, you know, a lot's going to be exposed this year, and so I, I just have a lot of hope. But I feel like the two things, number one, that the intercessors, we have to pray because too many times we're like, oh, okay, this is what I want, and, and turn all negativity into prayer. That's awesome when you think about that. And the Lord spoke to me specifically and showed me October 3rd, 2016, that President Donald Trump that would be the president, and he showed me that 
he's going to bring all the people. Basically, the people are going to get the White House back. It's the people's house. And uh, very it's supposed to be right. Yeah, really. We the people. Right. And and uh, and that things were going to turn around. And that's what she saw is the car was getting close to the edge and everybody was panicking. But, you know, and we think about we talked about earlier, this is a year of restoration. Well, that's what she's talking about. He is able to back the car back up. You think, have we gone too far? You know, all the words that we were getting, like the mm-hmm. ship's on the edge, the waterfall's getting closed, the planes are going, the wings are falling, like, ah! And God just like slammed things on brakes and they begin to just back them up. And this is an exciting year. As a matter of fact, we get- Israel. Yeah. And Israel. What and is deal with Israel? Oh, the last thing that happened in the past administration was one punch poke at the apple of God's eye, you know, Israel. But that, with one phone call, That's that was right. fixed. When we get back from the break, we're going to be talking about the next prophetic word, 17 out of, for 2017, it's the fifth one, about miracles, signs, and wonders taking place in 2017. Join us after the break. This is VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. Did you know that 90% of boys and 70% of girls are exposed to pornography online? Meanwhile, 71% of kids say that they're hiding internet activity from their parents. In 56% of divorce cases today, a major contributing factor is one spouse's continued use of inappropriate content online. What are you doing to protect your family online? Covenant Eyes Internet Accountability monitors how the internet is used on your family's mobile devices and their computers. Each web page visited is rated similar to TV shows or video games, like T for teen or M for matures. And as a parent, you can receive weekly reports for your kids. Plus, you can invite your friends to receive reports for your internet activity, which enables you to enjoy the benefits of accountability and protection online as well. Sign up today. It's Welcome, welcome back. We're talking about two, 2017, 17 prophetic words for 2017. It's so exciting. Mm. Make sure you catch our next program too, because we're going to be talking about more, because we're not going to be able to fit them all in right now. But this next word is about miracles, signs, and wonders increasing in 2017, also in Egypt and Israel, and even the fact that members of ISIS beginning to get saved and give their life to God. Patricia King, now take a look. Okay, number five. Um, increase in miracles, signs, and wonders. God's eye is particularly gazing upon the Middle East and parts of Asia, such as India and Pakistan in 2017, where there's going to be major release of miracle signs, like supernatural events taking place. I also see Egypt beginning to awaken through visitation of signs, wonders, and miracles, and almost shaking off a, like a, uh, a veil where they will start to see clearly the gospel like never before. And those in Egypt who have held to a form of godliness but denied the power are going to come under conviction due to personal encounters and visitations from the Lord. So there's going to be many pockets in the Middle East, especially, and in different parts of Asia that are going to be uh, reached with power, that are going to be manifesting great power, 
and um, harvest, of course. Israel will continue to experience tensions, but it will escalate in revelation of truth in 2017 and will experience signs and wonders at the hand of God. Uh, the, the Jews need a sign, and God is going to give them signs and wonders. The Lord will call many God-fearing intercessory believers even to move to Israel for a period in 2017. And so there's going to be movement. I see people moving from different nations. God is appointing them. He's putting his hand on them. He might be putting his hand on you and saying, move to Israel. It's going to take great sacrifice. And, um, and many are going to make that sacrifice and move for such a time as this to uh, make the decrees and to stand in the gap as intercessors for that nation. Um, the Lord also says, watch what I will do in Syria. And so uh, we are expecting great things to come from the hand of the Lord in Syria. And of course, as intercessors, I pray that uh, the burden of the Lord will come on you for the birthing of, of his purposes in Syria and for the protection of the people there. Many individuals trapped in the deception of ISIS, the Lord showed me, are going to wake up and see the truth. And some of them are going to get it through dreams and visions and visitations. They're all of a sudden going to come out of the deception thinking, what am I doing? Why am I here? What, what, what got into me? I can't believe that I'm thinking this way. And it'll be like night and day for many of them. But what we have to pray is for their safety, and that especially those that are in deep, that they, they will be escorted out, that just believe for those breakthrough angels to go and help them to get out. Many of them are going to be visited by the power of the Lord, and as a result, they're even going to risk their lives for his justice, righteousness, and glory. So where they were willing to risk their lives for deception, it's going to turn around, and they're going to uh, use that for risking their lives for, for, for good. That is so powerful. And we, we know about Kamal Salim. Yes. Kamal Salim was a radical jihadist terrorist. He came to America to get his inheritance, which was the people of America. Mm -hmm. He began to you know try to win people over to Islam. But instead of him coming to take America and take the church, Jesus came and took him. Yes. And he gave his life to the Lord. And so, listen, one of the best ways to win against evil is to win it over by good and win in th you know, say, First salvation. Sweeps. The hordes of hell, that's where we all came from, mm -hmm. you know? And, and if you need some help, go out and begin to share the good news with, you know, people that are lost today in darkness. And I think about this, you know, signs, wonders, and miracles. Bill Johnson wrote this book. It's, uh, you know, God is good. He's better than you think. This is so important because so many people are talking about religion. The Pharisees were talking about religion why good himself or God was manifesting good through his own son here on earth. And they were missing God. You know, God is good. He's good. God so, for God so loved the world that he gave his son. He wanted a relationship with us. As a matter of fact, uh, Psalms 30, 33, 5 says that he loves righteousness and justice and the earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. And, and it's God's kindness that leads people to repentance. I mean, look what the religion, religious folks were saying to Jesus. They're going, what are you doing hanging around, you know, drunkards and prostitutes? And what? Telling them and healing them and saving them and, and giving them good news. And the religious folks mm -hmm. couldn't figure it out. And, and, and to be a part, you want to be a part of, of uh, and God's called you. If you're a believer, read the scriptures. These signs follow those who believe. 
you know, in my name you will, and lay hands mm -hmm. on the sick and they'll recover and cast out strongholds and demons, all that kind of stuff. Well, this is a great, great book. I love the way that Bill Johnson took it. God touched his heart to write this book, and it will encourage some of the areas in your life, and it will challenge some of the areas, but you, you're confronted with, with every part of you with the fact is, wait a minute, God is just good. And he will reach down into an evil situation, and he will speak right to King Nebuchadnezzar, and he'll give him a dream, or he'll give Pharaoh a dream, you know, that Joseph has to interpret, or that he'll, you know, and Daniel has to come in to Nebuchadnezzar. You know, it's just, God's just good, you know, and just, and, and we don't understand that, we miss it, and God will heal somebody or forgive somebody that'll turn around and just walk off and leave him like a rich young ruler, yet he still loved him. Mm. And, and one of the things that's going to be the release of signs, wonders, and miracles will begin when we understand that God is good. And understanding for yourself that God loves you, that He's good. He's not some angry, He's not all upset, you know, He's not walking back and forth in heaven and disappointed. And I mean, He's God, He's above all that. He loves you. Even while you were yet a sinner, He died for you before the foundations of the earth. He had this whole plan of salvation worked out. But if you don't think he's good, and you're, and you're thinking in a religious way, you're sharing something that you don't even like religion to someone else who doesn't like religion, and neither one of you like what you're talking about. <laughs> but when you share about the love of God and the kindness of God, and, the, and, and people just like, they can't believe that God is so good. Mm. I mean, if anybody should know God is good, the church in America should know God is good. Because what God just did, the goodness Hello. of God, I mean, in so many unfolding ways, but it's going out into the streets. I think about, you know, Todd White. You know, Todd White's a great example of the love of God, that he goes anywhere and everywhere, and he just lets them know that God loves them. He doesn't say, where are you? Are you going to church? Have you read your Bible lately? Do you know Jesus? Are you hanging around close to the church? You know, all these kind of things people say versus like, you know, God loves you. You know, and then God, you know, it just uses you. So think about this as, you know, this is a year of signs, wonders, and miracles increasing, and they'll increase in your life when you begin to understand the goodness of God. And I encourage you, get Bill Johnson's book, uh, God is Good and He is Better Than You Think, because it will help you get a biblical foundation to understand God is totally in charge, but He gave you free will to be in control of what you're going to do with the love He gave you. You're going to have to choose to love, choose to go, choose to go out and talk to folks, and God is totally in control now, uh, totally in charge, but He allows us to make those steps. He says, go out and tell everybody about my goodness, and these signs will actually follow you to believe. Well, what does that? Good things happen in the people. People that need, and people, people, what people want is a relevant word. I'm in a business, tell me something. What is God saying to you about my business? And God will give you a word. We've seen over and over mm -hmm. again, God just be good to business leaders and just touch them and give them concepts and all. I know we got to go, but listen, make sure you join us in our next program because we're going to finish up these 17 prophetic words for 2017. I want to pray with you right now. Don't forget, these are invitations by God to move into these words. Father God, we thank you for these positive words. We thank you for Patricia King's Lord and how she's, she's faithful to deliver these words and everyone that's is hearing your voice and speaking it out. God, I just pray for our audience, Father God, that they would begin, you begin to touch their heart now and then encourage encouragement would come, that you reveal your goodness to them, Father God, and this, everything would just shift, God, in their life in a new way. And dear God, we ask you, Lord, as you're doing yes, right before Lord. us right now, you are ending abortion in America, Lord God. And we ask you, Lord, to send revival, send a third great awakening, we pray. In Jesus' name, God bless. 
We want to give a special thanks to all of our sponsors and partners. Visit VFNTV.com and visit our sponsors for all of their contact information, phone numbers, web addresses, emails. Call them today. I'm your host, Greg Lancaster, and we're so glad that you joined us. Don't forget you can join us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Download our app and sign up for our newsletter, The Torch, at VFNTV.com. I've enjoyed our time together. God bless. You need to know in whom you believe. You, yeah. you need to know God. It's not enough to know about him, to know of him. But you have to walk with Jesus. You have to have an intimate relationship because we're entering a season that's going to be some of the, the worst of times, but at the same time is going to be some of the best of times. And you're going to need to know God. You're not going to be able to, to as maybe you've heard said, play church, if you will, as, as if you could. You're going to need to know him. And so we want to encourage you now this is the best day. Today is the day of salvation. And we want to encourage you that if you are a believer, begin an abiding relationship with the Lord. What is that? That's when you spend time with God, you, you read his word, and you allow his word to penetrate your heart. And when it does that, it transforms your life. You, you, you walk together with God. You walk united with him. We have a simple plan for you, and you can get it. It doesn't cost you a thing at iabide.org. Go there today. Go there today and sign up for this free plan, and it's kind of a roadmap to help you on a day-to-day -day basis begin to start setting, you know, uh, that time with God as a priority. And uh, as you do that, it's amazing uh, what God will, will reveal to you, what He will show you. I mean, children are abiding, and that uh, God's saying some of the most amazing mm -hmm. things to them, and they're writing it down. So you mm -hmm. you just don't want to miss it.